0: Oh. namas to Swami, dear brothers and sisters. Today, we will take up Bhagwan's conversations with students in the veranda there in Nilayam in the month of May. So. The text, what I am going to speak to you, belongs to the period May 2001, incidentally I may tell you, we completed 2002 and now we have come to 2001. I should thank you for your keen interest that you have been showing from time to time in trying to know what Swami said, and I appreciate your spirit of service with which you have been sharing this with all those that will come in contact with you regarding this. (coughs) Bhagwan made a comment which is of immense value to all of us. What he said is this. If you act according to my words, if you follow my command, you will be free from all the troubles. You will be free from all the problems. And the second statement was, God is like a magnet. And that God with magnetic attraction draws everyone towards Him. And nothing wrong with the magnet. Magnet is perfect and that perfect magnet attracts everyone. Well, here I want to explain Bhagavan's statements. In Ramayana, there is one very important character by name Hanuman. Hanuman followed scrupulously the command of Lord Rama and therefore he attained that state as to receive adoration and worship from everybody. Following the command of God will make you eligible. To receive worship from the community. The society will take you as an ideal as the best example. Incidentally, I can also tell you in Mahabharata, Pandavas followed Krishna strictly and therefore they are rewarded, they were victorious towards the end and highly acclaimed by everybody. Till this day. Here I want to share with you a simple anecdote mentioned by Bhagwan in his discourse. You must have heard of Krishna, the chained Krishna, who was always in the habit of stealing curd and the milk from the neighbors. Those who have some idea of Mahabharata will understand. It's not a question of stealing. It has an inner significance altogether. But story part is this, that he goes to the neighbor houses and drinks milk, partakes uh, butter without their notice. Butter is the human heart, the milk is devotion, the part is pot is the human body, that is the inner significance. Stealing meaning God capturing human heart in secret without your knowledge. That is inner significance. Now, Krishna one day started drinking milk. How was he drinking milk? He kept two of his feet in the lower part. And started drinking the milk from the upper part just tilted upside down, turned the pot on the top upside down, started drinking, while keeping both the feet in the lower pot, containing milk. Mother went in search of Him, and ultimately found Krishna here. And Krishna immediately jumped, and started running. Mother could not find Him anywhere, Ultimately, she found footsteps of Krishna because they are full of milk. So, basing on that footsteps full of milk, mother could trace him out finally. This episode from Mahabhagavata tells us, if you follow the footsteps of God, you will reach Him. Krishna, the God, His mother, the devotee, following the footsteps of Krishna, could catch Him. Similarly, we the devotees should follow His footsteps to reach Him. That is the anecdote mentioned by Bhagavan. There is also another thing. Some of us may feel that we are not drawn by Baba. That Baba has not drawn us close to Him. We may feel like that, but we are wrong. Why? God is the magnet. We are the iron pieces. Nothing wrong with the magnet. The iron piece with full of dust, full of rust, will not be drawn by the magnet. So mistake lies with the iron and not with the magnet. So, the iron must be pure. The iron must be clean in order to be attracted by the magnet. So, God is a magnet. The devotee is the iron. Should be free from the dust of attachment, from the rust of ego. When these two are not there, the iron is automatically attracted by the magnet. That's what Bhagavan has said. Watching the situation quite convenient, mood of Bhagawan being quite welcoming. I dare to put a question. Bhagawan, why do we find obstacles in the spiritual path? Why obstacles, problems along the way of spiritual life? Why Bhagawan? And Swami Gave an answer straight. There are no obstacles in the spiritual path at all. It is your weakness. It is the lack of faith in you. Which is responsible for all the obstacles. Actually, spiritual path is straight. Without any obstacles. Bhagavan said, There are two reasons. For... The obstacles along the spiritual way of life. What are they? One, lack of faith. The second, the consequences of the previous life. The reactions of the previous life. They are all responsible. Which will not allow us to walk along the spiritual path. And then Bhagavan said, This is a very important point for all of us. We think we are on the spiritual path. But strictly speaking, we are not. Why? Our goal, we are not. Why? Our goal is worldly. Our goal is mundane. Our goal is physical. Simple example, I want to pass in the examination, I go to the temple, break a coconut, make some offering to God, is it devotion? No, my going to the temple is only to get a pass in the examination, the goal is worldly, the purpose is worldly gain, selfishness. But, it cannot be called devotion in the true sense. So, Baba made this statement, anything that you do out of selfishness and self-interest, anything you do is not at all spiritual. So, the spiritual path requires unconditional love for God, not any worldly gain or worldly objective. Now, you find two classes of people in mythology, one, devas, angels, second, rakshasas, demons, devas, angels, they had devotion, which is totally spiritual and selfless, so they are worshipped, but while the demons, also did penance for years and years. Followed every spiritual path. But they are condemned because their motive is worldly. Their motive is born out of selfishness. They are totally egoistic. And therefore Bhagwan says, your devotion should be selfless. Further, Swami added, another statement which is quite encouraging to all of us if you have strong faith if you strengthen your faith make it strong and stronger you'll be able to cross any number of obstacles on the way which is true with all of us i don't think that we are here in a most comfortable way i don't think so we are able to cross all the problems. We are able to face all the obstacles because of our own strong faith in God. So where there is strong faith, you will never fear. You will be able to face any problems. That's what Bhagavan has said. Then Bhagwan, excuse me for putting this question, How do I know that I reached very high state, very high level in spirituality? How do I know that I have gone to very higher and higher levels? Immediately came the reply. There are no levels in spirituality. Nothing is low, nothing is high. All are same in spirituality. That's what Bhagavan has said. And further he explained. There is caste system. There is class structure. Class structure, caste system, the haves, the have-nots, rich, poor. These are all the levels in the world. These are all the levels in the community. But in spiritual path, there are no levels, there are no heights. All are equal because God is one without the second. God is one without the second. So there is no question of one being higher than the other. That's what Bhagwan said. Sami, I know that I am crossing my limits. But please excuse me. I have one one doubt here. All of us know that you are God, but why are we not able to follow you? Why don't we follow you? We know that you are God. Why? These are all questions, which requires some courage to ask, and. Uh, Is grace and mercy to have tolerated such questions. It's really risky. But anyhow, the question is, I repeat once again, because it it applies to every one of us. We know Baba is God, but still why don't we follow Him? That is the question. These answer, Baba said, look here, at home, Mother cooks, Mother prepares all cookies, all sweet dishes, all delicious items. But the son wants to go to the hotel. He doesn't want to sit, he doesn't want to eat anything that is cooked at home by mother. He wants those things in the hotel, restaurant. That is the fate. Similarly, though God is here, With all the love, you don't understand. You don't understand. That's what Bhagavan said. Further, he added another statement. Mother will not serve sweets to one son. And he serves all sweets to another son. The one son should not feel bad. She has not served him sweets because that son is diabetic. He should not eat sweets, so she doesn't serve. Similarly, God fulfills the desires of some people. He does not fulfill the desires of others. Why? It is good for them. He knows what is good for us best. Then Baba said, Some people are not able to follow Me. Because their wishes are not fulfilled, their desires are not fulfilled, and hence they are not able to follow me. That's what Bhagawan has said. Suddenly boys started raising their voice, pleading with Bhagawan in chorus. I was hearing what it is. All boys said, Swami come to hostel, Swami come to hostel. Everybody shouted. Swami said, All right, I'll come. Wait. And then He said, Boys, I want all of you to live together as brothers. There should be unity among you. Live together, learn together, grow together in fraternity, in love, which is very, very important. And then Swami said, India achieved independence, but it has not achieved unity till today. There is no unity till today. So unity is most important. Then He gave example. Threads can be cut with the two fingers, but a cloth cannot be cut with the fingers. Why? All threads are woven into a cloth. When threads are woven into a cloth, the cloth is strong. You cannot cut it. When there are individual threads, easy to cut it. Similarly, when you stand united, nobody can defeat you. Nobody can attack you. Unity is very important. And further, Bhagavan said, There are three words that he used here. One is Rakti. Rakti meaning fulfillment. Bhakti, devotion. Mukti, liberation. So when there is unity, it is fulfillment. Rakti. Unity is bhakti devotion and unity leads to mukti liberation. That's what Bhagwan said. Then Bhagwan attended the hostel. He spent uh, some time and he gave all the joy to students. And next day he was speaking about the earthquake. In the state of Gujarat in the year 2001, there was terrific loss of lives and property. Swami made a comment on the earthquake. Natural calamities, why do they happen? Swami gave a beautiful answer for all the devotees to know. One thing He said was, If you are a slave to your senses, you are going to be a slave to the whole world. If you conquer your senses, everybody, the whole world, will become your slave. So be a master of your senses. Never allow yourself to be a slave to your senses. No, that's what Bhagawan has said. Swami said today, People have more of desires. Building castles in the air. Asalu Asalu. But people do not have ideals. Aashayalu. Aashayalu are the ideals. Asalu are the desires. So people have desires. They don't have ideals. That's how the present day society. Then I wanted to ask Swami, what is the difference between Asha, the desire, and Asaya, the idea? Then Swami explained this, because if we don't take this opportunity and ask Him, we'll never get it again. I strongly believe opportunity lost now is lost forever. So, we should grab every opportunity. So, the question is, Swami, what is the difference between Asha, the desire, and Asaya, the ideal? Bhagavan said, Asha, desire, is individual, Ashaya ideal, is fundamental. We have forgotten this fundamental ideal, but we keep with us the individual desires. Therefore, you spoil yourselves like this.